Hey everyone, I'm Marcus Smith, and you're listening to the One Song Movement Podcast, where we explore an entire movement through the interpretation of only a single song. On today's episode, we explore the radical counterculture movement in the 60s through the Grateful Dead's That's It for the Other One off their 1968 album, Anthem of the Sun. The Dead explore beat generation and psychedelic figurehead Neil Cassidy. Their ability to explore their interest as a lifestyle thanks to widespread prosperity in the post-war era and a desire to escape the realities of a tumultuous time, politically and socially, by using reality-altering substances. Despite the unique circumstances which came together to create the incubator for this song, these circumstances and reaction bear a striking resemblance to other communities and rituals from around the world and across a wide time period. Neil Cassidy was a beat poet, as well as a friend and driver to the Merry Band of Pranksters and their frontman, Ken Kesey. They organized cross-country bus trips and large gatherings where copious amounts of acid were ingested via Kool-Aid, and bands, including the Grateful Dead, played while groups of people experienced powerful altered states. These experiments in distorted reality on a mass scale came as a reaction to the tumultuousness of the times. Not unlike the rise of peyote use and formal ritualization in reaction to pressure from U.S. forces, on native tribes such as the Huchol and Tarhumar of northern Mexico. In reaction to this uncertainty, Cassidy did what many before him and after him did as well. He created his own path to restore his control over himself and his reaction to the world around him. The story presented about Cassidy in the song paint him as emblematic of the goals of the counterculture movement, turning on, tuning in, and dropping out. He turned himself on to new ways of thinking, giving himself new perspective and insights, and he tuned into a way of thinking that promoted his personal peace. And finally, he dropped out of aspects of society that he saw as poisonous. Along with this exploration of the effects of the trying times of the 60s on Neil Cassidy and Cassidy on the 60s, the dead also play up the reaction of much of the counterculture movement to respond to these trying times by using reality-altering substances such as LSD and psilocybin, which were becoming more widely available at the time. Imagery in the latter parts of the song is otherworldly and echoes a desire for peace, a reality other than their own. 
The dead compare Cassidy's life and death to a natural occurrence, such as spring growth or fall decay, and in the same verse, explore the trying and changing times of the 60s. The children of the new counterculture movement learned from Cassidy and then outgrew him like like he did his predecessors. Cassidy is given all he can give, and thus the dead say he knows he has to die. Dead themselves were examples of this new reality for a generation coming of age in the 60s. They could explore interests such as poetry, music, painting, and even humanitarianism at a level that a generation before them couldn't. Thanks to a burgeoning middle class and widespread prosperity in the post-war era, middle-class suburban children, such as those who who made up the dead, didn't have to work as much as their parents or grandparents and could take time to, for instance, start a band and play music. Much like Cassidy dropping out of society, this generation defied the norms established by their parents and sought out lifestyles based on their definition of fulfillment, not society's. Through the use of substances such as LSD and a complete devotion to these pursuits of the soul, people were able to achieve a clarity and see a truth to a degree reminiscent of enlightenment figureheads that used coffee, as described by Jules Michelet, to to expose the truth of the world around them, while devoted entirely to the subject of their choice. The dead, in their own way, opened up their thinking and created a song which encapsulates the causes and realities of the counterculture movement of the 1960s. Joining me, Marcus Smith, on today's episode of One Song Movement, where we analyzed, that's it for the other one, off of Grateful Dead's 1968 album, Anthem of the Sun. And now, here's the full song. (laughs) 